0: Is the behind the scenes portion of the podcast Get insight yeah. into how the magic happens
1: I'm setting up It, it turns out it's not all that different No from it's, it's actually exactly the same As else. the real podcast cause we put <laughs> Zero effort Put just as <laughs> enough effort as is justified
0: <laughs> uh, I just found The greatest gift, Probably ever What is that I'm going to send you the link You just need to see what happens I don't even know if it's real I hope it is
1: Send it through Skype. Why don't I just send it through uh, Valve
0: for Steam? I'm
1: not, I'm not sitting in front of that computer. Gosh, you and your like multiple computers. It's the setup that proves the most convenient.
0: <laughs> I don't even know how to message. Oh, here we go. I found the buttons. Gonna, it's not easy. I'm gonna SMS you this message. All right, Skype. Let's hear. Skype phone. Prove, prove yourself. All right, you're, you're clicking on it.
1: Yeah, it's clicked. Is it a bear? Yeah, a,
0: like that's why I hope it's real because these guys are sitting there working on a car, and then the cameraman looks over and there's like a bear roaring at him. South bear. And then everybody I just runs all the way over
1: here. <laughs> it's like the
0: whole pit crew pieces. Initiate bear protocol. What's bear protocol? Crap your pants and run. But I had salmon earlier. Won't the bear want to? Catch me! Yeah,
1: get it right out of my tummy. He knows can it. Smell he knows all my it's breath. There. Even I had locks, locks, on a bagel. I should have. That uh, bear was into it. Should have eaten a mint. Yeah, so you always brush your teeth before you go out into bear country in case you found something or you ate something just, they might find was, palatable. I
0: thought it was more like you just carry toothpaste as a bear deterrent. Like they try to get you and you just squeeze yeah. it into their
1: mouth and they're like, oh my, winter fresh. You just take a daub of it and just. Pop it right on their nose and they're like, "Ew, icky and then they just they wander away duly shamed. Take that bear. Alright, bear. You fool Get out of my face. Deal with this. Um, Deal with some of this action.
0: Speaking of salmon, I have a coworker that had never had sushi before today. Yeah. And I was like, This is ridiculous. We forced her to so have you're, sushi you're... and somebody got eel sushi. Universally uh-huh. regarded as the most delicious. I mean, I'm a fan, definitely. And she ate it, and she had to. She did the whole like wave your hand, choke it down move. Yeah, like the thing that you don't do because you're a grown up, Uh and you've learned to eat food. And she was doing that with the eel sushi. It's like you don't know what delicious is, do you?
1: Well, eel is is a powerful flavor. It's an awesome flavor.
0: I mean, I you meant powerful in terms of good, right?
1: Well, I no, I definitely like eel. Eel's definitely on my sushi rotation. Well, no, I mean, I mean, like, like, eel or... is
0: powerful, as in it is a force for justice in the universe.
1: <laughs> I agree, but I think people might also dis- discuss the taste of eel sushi with terms like pungent.
0: No. Fragrant? Yes. <laughs> it's like a... Just imagine a flower that unfolds in the sloppy... Tendrils of eel. Of
1: unagi. Ah, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. The unagi nohana. Legendary Japanese flower.
0: That might actually be super gross, although I would grow those flowers yeah. constantly. Ah, uh,
1: that would be t- You just, just snip me off a piece of that eel fillet. Yeah, dude. From that flower. You could actually
0: grow that on plants.
1: You're passing it in your river blo- boat and you just pluck it from the lakeside or riverside, as I guess. Your river boat probably wouldn't be in a lake.
0: What? What? <laughs> I feel like lakes aren't usually that rough going. Yeah. Nobody really describes a, a water vessel as lake going.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, well, this, this boat is completely lake worthy. <laughs> uh, it is a log that I just cling to, and it shovels me across to the other shore. Before
0: anybody tries to bring up the fact that, like, Lake Superior is huge, we get it. The point is that nobody has ever rated a boat unsafe versus, you know, the ocean... Or a lake. Yeah. Well, well I feel like that's, that's the only you know, time it happens actually. actually. There's ocean going
1: and then everything else. That's government regulation. We need the free market. <laughs> Allow these lake boats to sink. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> the invisible hand.
0: You're out there in your freshwater canoe. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. That deer skin's that not gonna of... hold up to the rigors of the Pacific. What are you crazy? There's probably some Inuit out there writing us an angry email right right now. It's like, why would you use deer skin? Seal skin works in the North Atlantic. (laughs) Pretty sure the Pacific also.
1: Also, fashion faux pas. Nobody's going to be seen in the deer skin canoe out here. You'll be the talk of the town and not in a good way. I feel
0: like everybody would actually be super impressed.
1: Be like, how far did you drag that deer? Or (laughs) how did you catch a deer? Well, maybe you just crafted the canoe somewhere else and then just sort of carted it on your back. It's not like they weigh that much.
0: I feel like if you're in a place where there are deer, you would not go to the North Pole with your skin canoe thinking, you know what? I'm done with these easy to catch deer. I'm going to move to a place where there aren't even any animals. And the animals that are there live under four feet of ice where I can't even see
1: or hear them. Sounds good to me. I'm down with it. She's like, why would you stop there?
0: Let's keep going, guys.
1: Because <laughs> they were so cold and tired. Like we got past the we're Bering like, Strait. We're just going to settle this here. Just, this is just fine. I
0: Maybe mean, that's like a Paleolithic man really had it rough if they thought, you know, the Arctic portion of Canada was worth living in.
1: Yeah. They were like, well, it's not as bad as the Bering Strait, <laughs> so it must be pretty good.
0: Some people are just sick of freaking
1: woolly mammoth. Yeah, can't. It's like those hunter gatherers and their picky diets. (laughs) Nomadic cultures—they're like, I'm so tired of this dolphin meat. Can't we just keep moving, find some nice venison?
0: I think what they did is they discovered Eskimo ice cream, which we all know is just like seal fat and berries. Like, why would you need anything else? Is that real? I'm gonna make sure, I'm, I'm pretty certain it. it's real. Let me just do a search for Eskimo ice cream. It's actually the same yes, as I'm astronaut a ice cream. I use the term Eskimo. All, it's called Autoc. Uh, whatever, uh, yeah, whatscookingamerica.net yes, says it's awk, w- dash akutak, eskimo yeah. ice cream.
1: Whipped fat mixed with berries. <laughs> so you were right on the money. Wow, well, I've never heard of that. Doesn't it sound uh, delicious? Also Most terrifying. are based around mixing berries, meat, leaves, or roots with animal oil or fat. These are now often replaced by Crisco. Uh, so that's cool. Anybody want some of my delicious meat and berries? Now what you've got to remember
0: though is you're living is in the so Arctic. so cold. So you're burning like 6,000 calories a day just making sure your whole body doesn't shut down from cold. Yeah. Yeah. Freezing to yeah, death like... is uh, – not freezing to death rather is exercise. Yeah, that's That the, the is an fun. activity <laughs>
1: that you perform when living where Eskimos do. So I'm not sure what, how the, the ice cream fun- factors into that. It's like, well, this isn't as much suffering as just day-to-day living. So I will consider it a treat.
0: <laughs> they might think it's good. I, it might be good. You know, scratch that last piece of little ethnocentrism. It might just be good. I will probably never eat it because I have no need in my diet for that much more fat, unless it's like some kind of weird cannibalism thing where they make Joel ice cream.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just filling you up. They're like, it, it's the cycle of ice cream. <laughs> Can you
0: imagine anything more disgusting than that?
1: This, uh, this Joel ice cream is approximately thirty-two percent Rocky Road. <laughs> it's gonna be. A it's good like, wait a second. This year,
0: this is just straight up ice cream. How are you storing this in your gut? <laughs> I have a special gland
1: it's like a bear it's like what a bear does for the winter except mine is just ice cream it's like some kind of
0: weird rocky road cyst Mm -hmm. which is i mean when you consider cysts that's probably the best kind you can have
1: yeah well it's certainly better than the more natural yeah worst case scenario actual cyst best case scenario rocky road ice cream cyst yeah so now you can just look forward to Popping every cyst you get. <sighs> Maybe this one. Maybe <laughs> oh, nobody's ever going to look
0: forward to that. Oh. The legendary ice Thanks cream. Thanks to the cyst. internet, I've seen too many of those videos.
1: And there's more than
0: one. Why would you need more than one of those, internet? The first one was definitely gross enough.
1: Uh, so, anyway, I want to do the usual thank people for buying stuff, which accounts for Chris, John, and Panny, who was one of my wow guildmates, low these many years ago. When we still played World of Warcraft. It's been so long that I didn't even know the uh, the expansion was out. I was like, what? When people were talking about it coming out like two days before it had. And that's when I knew I was truly gone. But thanks guys for buying stuff. And uh, what do we do? Can we talk about dis- Dishonored? Dishonored? Yeah, Dishonored. It's so- I mentioned I mentioned disciples in the stream, yesterday. People were like, "Wait, what, is it disciple?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, you guys! I don't know about you that. You guys <laughs> called it that for so long in my presence that I thought it was a different word. <laughs> At least I, when you They're first described it, I thought it was a term-based sex. hip-hop strategy game where you just diss yeah. your
1: opponents. Yep, it was a play on words. It was the dozens time to throw down for the honor of the kingdom. But no,
0: with it was your disciples
1: slinging some mad yank. It's not
0: even like disciples even make sense in terms of that game style. I guess you are technically serving some higher I, power I mean, maybe, in the storyline. Maybe
1: your units are your disciples. You're like listen, liches and werewolves. You have learned well under my tutelage. Well, no, but
0: like, there's a dark god at the center of that. Yeah, and they mentioned them briefly. I have just never cared, and since the first time (laughs) I played that game, uh, it was off of a a rip. I didn't have any of the audio.
1: Well, yeah, there was no. So I would just
0: listen to Bjork, and play that game. To the point that, which if the hunter comes on, I immediately start thinking of putting rods down
1: near mana. You just you just tear down during (laughs) Dancer in the Dark. Tear up. You're like. Oh man, bringing back so many feelings. So many feelings of not even feelings. It wouldn't even make you sad. It would just
0: make you angry. Be like, seriously, I killed that one centaur camp, and then I got like this level forty party coming through. How is that fair game?
1: This computer is cheating. He cannot possibly have this much mana. He's making level one parties like every turn. I don't
0: even know how people can play that game without being the mage leader. If you can't nuke the crap out of every party you fight twice before you fight them, it's unplayable.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, that's pretty thats pretty much the only strategy. It's not even just about the spells. It's also like, oh, I have eight summons available to me.
0: I tried playing Disciples 3. It's still on my hard drive. I, I can't make it past the first area. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, but isn't
1: Disciples 3 like supposed to be
0: really bad? Maybe that's why it's really bad cuz it's unwinnable, <laughs> but it was like Oh, I gave it the old college try, but when like a party of wolves kills your starting party three times? Yeah. You just give up. You're, I
1: I was Lone done. Lone goblin taking you down.
0: I thought it was like a pathing thing and I just needed to make it to my town or another town so I could just occupy that and get some more revenue. Or any town. But no. I, there was no path that was open. It was all clotted with beasts that would devour me i was already undead should i be immune
1: to devouring at this point uh you gotta get up to like level four units before you get back oh my guys is a ghost <laughs> yeah you would think the ghost at the very least well, how am i not physical immune. immune this doesn't even make oh, sense oh man i completely forgot about the the entire ghost tree in that game or is that where the liches come from no the ghosts are one of the
0: upgrades them. where you can fear units and make them retreat yeah Man, which sounds good on paper, fat. but it doesn't work out when like, the dwarves get an upgrade that hits your whole party for yeah, 120 damage. Shards. Ugh. But we're not here to talk about Disciples. No. Even though it does start with a D-I, Dis- as in Listen. Divergence, which is what we Another, just Another corollary
1: did. to the Disciples talk, <laughs> JL used to pronounce Deus Ex as Dusex, <laughs> and this game is a lot like Dusex. Oh my gosh. In more ways than one. It is,
0: yeah. It really is. It's like they, they latched on to everything that made Deus Ex great. And they're like, we're going to one-up you by adding this weird supernatural element where you hold a mechanical heart and point it at people and you get dialogue options. Or you just hear dialogue. Yeah. It's even more content than the random notes in Deus Ex it's that you read the audio compulsively. the
1: the future. <laughs> the future past. Because it is the past. Yeah. But it's also not the same planet. So I guess it's not the past. But it's also pretty much just like turn of the century, 20th century England. With laser guns. With
0: whale oil powered everything and magic.
1: Electricity walls. And Tesla coils. And mechanical hearts that talk to you. It's a super, super cool world. (laughs) They're like, you want audio log? Here's your on-demand audio log. Just, just listen to it whatever you want well I love if you just pointed at
0: people and you hear that sort of yeah, it's not even a whisper stuff. it's just a woman's voice speaking at normal volume with a slight echo yeah I just, there are so many elements of this game that are so perfectly realized yeah the, the heart is awesome the teleportation thing just works you can you don't even need a tutorial the icon the way that it moves around the world makes it apparent yeah. where you're gonna be when you let go
1: Well, actually, I was a little confused because it gives you that one-page tutorial screen that tries to instruct you about, like, when you're going to climb up. And I think I read that backwards (laughs) or something because I was like, wait, I'm You turned around and looked in the mirror while you were playing the game for a second? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'm pointing at stuff, but I don't see the arrows. And then, like, the first time you point it at a climbable surface and you see the arrows going up, you're like, oh, yeah, obviously. Like, my dude's gonna dash up there after I use this power.
0: In the, in the prison escape, spoilers, in the prison escape, which is basically the tutorial level, the surfaces you can climb up are painted red.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty common. That's, like, also the sort of Resident Evil-style signposting where, like, every pushable item has a red and white band around it. There's plenty of, yeah, like, environmental highlighting. You know, you know what the hot trick is? What's that? You prep your blink... You pointed at like a walkway or whatever, and a dude's walking towards you. And as soon as he notices you, you just blink right behind him and then strangle him.
0: Giving that choke out.
1: Yeah. Uh not too far in the game, maybe like three or four levels, you find a bone charm that makes your strangles like three times faster.
0: Oh, that's in the first level. Oh, is oh, it? Oh, I just found because it. the
1: first the first level is so long.
0: Yeah, well, it's not even that the first level is so long. It's just that the, the areas are sufficiently complex that you can spend a lot of time wandering around, not realizing you're wasting your time. Or it actually just gives you different path options. So, I mean, the first area isn't that big, but you've got to get past the two light, like gateways of light or whatever they're called. There's the whole doctor's office interlude where you get the viscera to poison the guy. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's a whole level in itself because it loads up. And that's also the place where I discovered how awesome the see-through walls spell is.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to hate on that see-through wall spell, but it is like the worst example of Batman detective vision I have ever seen. In that, like, once you get the level two of it and it shows you where valuable items are... You feel compelled to keep it on nonstop. Well,
0: you can still use the heart to do that. Like I, no, I keep the heart helps. out
1: compulsively. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Find but that's nice just stuff. for like a couple items. The level two dark vision shows you where everything that's worth gold is. <laughs> it highlights them all in green, and so you're basically just looking at this brown game for the entirety of it, unless you force yourself to stop.
0: Well, yeah, I've, I've, that's that's an optional thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just something that requires your own self-restraint. And also the knowledge that there aren't that many upgrades in the game.
0: That's true. You can kind of see every path before you're done. And I mean, I guess the same thing was true of Deus Ex, but there definitely seem like there are ones that I'm just never going to
1: use. Well, I mean, there, there is a, there's substantially more violent upgrades than there are non-violent or non-lethal. And I bought every upgrade in the game by the end of it even the lethal ones. And I still had a few thousand coins left, but I got, I tried my best to get every coin in level. <laughs> I usually ended up getting like, you know, three fourths of them. Cause no matter how hard you try, there's are just like a lot. There's a lot of crap and there's a lot of paths. I know. And that's what,
0: and that's why it's so much fun. Like, I mean, there's that completionist part of me that feels like every time I saw that note that I did not get everything is a little disappointed but then there's the rest of me that realizes it was super fun to blink all on the level and just choke out a bunch of soldier
1: yeah. guys, figuring out what rooftops you could get on top of. I feel especially pro when you like jump into the air and then blink to something really high that you shouldn't have been able to blink to. Yeah, that's just like a really satisfying feeling. And like, th- I mean, I don't know. The only real problem I had was that. There weren't a whole lot of, like, exciting gold upgrades. And there also weren't a lot of exciting rune upgrades. Like, what you get is really cool. But I got uh, Dark Vision. I got Agility. And the Possession spell, which I didn't even max out. And the the Time Stop one. And then I just stopped. Like, I didn't even spend the rest of my <laughs> runes. Because there was nothing I even cared about. Yeah, like, well,
0: I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that I guess you could use. But I'm I mean... I guess I'm a committed pacifist when it comes to stealth yeah. games. Because I see the, you know, the two abilities that I automatically discounted were the the one where if you stealth kill somebody, just straight up stab yeah, them. They, they, they turn, turn, to, turn ash to ash and disappear. And also the one that allows you to perform fatalities by building up your
1: adrenaline meter. Yeah, you don't need that. You need more sleep darts. Yeah, which that's what I'm exist. saying.
0: <laughs> but like, I was very <laughs> disappointed what... that Twitter did not retweet my thing about the sleep darts and then uh alone by heart started playing oh, yeah head.
1: it actually took me like, i saw you say that and it took me a second to like sort of puzzle that out
0: <laughs> i realized it didn't make a lot of sense but it, it's really just that line like i never knew before i met you it's like yes the sleep
1: darts but also it kind of has like a different contextual meaning of like how do I get this motherfucker alone so I can <laughs> shoot this dart into his neck?
0: <laughs> yes. I feel like that's what Hart was singing about. It's like, no, this There's... isn't about making love. It's about sweet, sweet revenge. I'm going to choke you out mm-hmm. while you pee, English thug, in the first level. That was
1: weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the two guys that are, like, holding up the dude in the store. Yeah. And, like, one heads off to have a cigarette and the other is peeing out of... I didn't even let him finish. alley... He, with a privy,
0: somebody definitely found his sleeping body with his, yeah. you know, dong hanging Dreads out, and pee, urine everywhere. Out. He's just asleep, and they're like, "Wow, how drunk was that guy?"
1: Uh, okay, dude. I mean, I guess. Good job. Way to way to uh, hold up that merchant, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, and after you choke that guy out, his friend isn't even aware. So then you just walk around him, <laughs> you yeah. put him in a sleeper hold. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because you're, I mean, uh, I this isn't really a problem later, but in that first area, it was really hard to know which guys were going to murder me and which guys weren't.
0: Dude, everyone was
1: hostile. I don't know. It may have led me to choke out a peasant woman on the docks.
0: Oh, I don't think there's any consequence to choking people out as long as you don't straight up murder them.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, the the that whole, like, first area you're in, the only guys that are hostile are the guards and then you, even the thugs for the most part aren't. There's like a couple areas where they don't want you to be. Well, there's
0: the one after you talk to the lady, those guys are hostile to you. Yeah. Did you do that part?
1: Yeah, I did not uh I didn't end up poisoning the still cuz I felt weird about that. Cuz I was like first off I was worried that my count is lethal. And which I guess it probably didn't. But second off, they tell you like well, you know, this is going to it's going to hurt them, but it's also going to hurt their customers. And I was like, these guys are just trying to get by. They can't afford the good elixir to protect them from the plague. They gotta buy this knockoff stuff. Well, it's
0: also that the outworlder kind of warns you about her. <laughs> yeah. After you get the the rune, he's like, alright, I know she gave you one rune, but let's be clear,
1: this bitch is crazy. Yeah. And you need to She's watch watching. out. Do not trust her. She's not your pal. Yeah. That stuff never get really gets like resolved. He's never like, sup, I'm... Um, I'm a dude. Like, they never, like, even bother really talking about that guy. He's just some...
0: Really? I was hoping for some, force. like, in-depth, weird whale outworlder cosmology.
1: That would be great if he was a whale. Yeah. It's like, sup, I'm a whale. He's like, I'm actually
0: the psychic projection of a whale. I don't know. I really like all that stuff, like, about the when the last of the old ones dies and that kind of thing
1: yeah well they they don't the the old ones are the whales correct yeah because they they refer to them as that in like uh some other stuff too uh and that's weird i don't know like the the they're like kind of sacred, but also they're
0: well but that's that's the whole thing you've got these this competing uh kind of religious Sex, right? You've got the the outworlder or whatever his name is. The outsider, Who is ostensibly yeah. on the side of the whales, who are mystical animals with some kind of psychic connection I to speak another for reality. The whales. And then you have. um, uh, What did they call it? Like the church, or the, there's an actual yeah, other name church for it. The church of the everyman. That is trying to control people and do other things with them and yeah. basically push them away from the whales and
1: towards technology. Yeah. And also. They sound like a real group of dicks. Oh yeah. Total debas. Like, in that first level like you you can hear the dude essentially giving like the sermon in the main hall when you finally get to the Overseer's place and the one guy's like, "Hey Overseer, uh my wife or my like my sister-in-law wants to like read books and stuff and learn about machines." And he's like, "Yeah, you should probably not let her do that cuz that would not be cool." Cuz I'm like
0: Yeah. That's the only reason. And I'm like,
1: I'm a rat. Scree. So I'm scurrying around being a rat, climbing at the vents, shooting all your dogs with crossbows, because they don't count for non lethal. Really? Good that's a good tip. Yeah, save your sleep darts. Even though these are like the least perceptive dogs in the world. I think the (laughs) entire world of
0: dishonored is the least perceptive.
1: Well, certainly no no more less perceptive than most stealth games. But like, Dude, the I dogs off the mark in of Mark of ninja. the Ninja
0: were probably the most perceptive dogs in any game. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah I guess that's true. I, I guess I'm just comparing it because that's the last stealth game I played. But they had that big semicircle around them at all times. Where these dogs, you could like trundle up behind them and they're like, hey, what's going on? are <laughs>
0: like pulling on its tail. Yeah, oh, I don't hey, want to turn hey. around and have it be nothing again. Uh, that What a pain. Because I'm a dog and I think on that level.
1: How far did you uh, have you gotten?
0: I'm not too far at all. I'm basically on the first level. I've no, got a long habit to support. One.
1: Yeah. Well, also, that first level is far and away the longest one. Oh, really? Like, it probably took me four hours to get through that one. And none of the other ones are nearly that long. Some of them are really short. Like, some are probably less than an hour, even if you do all the stuff. But most of them are kind of this middle length that's pretty satisfying. And they all have so much craft to explore, except until the very end the very end sort of just shunts you down these, like, straight lines. Yeah. But that that always... I mean, that frequently ends up happening in games like this, that they, they start out a lot more broad and then they sort of narrow by the end.
0: Well, I feel like that's also sort of story-driven. Like, they have to just... Yeah. It has to culminate somewhere, you know?
1: So you you haven't even gotten to see, like, the really... or any of the, like, sort of good stuff. So every assassination target has a non-lethal option you can do to them. Ooh, nice. And they are they are all completely effed up. Really? And generally worse <laughs> so than death. So it's
0: non-lethal, but totally Yeah, it's crazy. It's
1: usually worse than death. Oh, I can't wait to do that then. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tough. And just, like, getting to them is finding the ways to do it, because in, like, the first mission, I think the way you learn about it is by overhearing a conversation. And you're sort of finally like, i Finally been rewarded for sitting and listening to every conversation in a video game ever.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, Deus Ex did that too. Like, you overheard a lot of things that you could use later on. I feel it was
1: more often just, like, sort of world-building dialogue, which certainly has its place. But just to be actively, like, told something. And then I guess to have it signposted by putting it up on my mini-map and being like... Here's the way you do the non-lethal thing. Good thing you were listening to these guys. And I was like, I didn't have much else to do in this grate. <laughs> Which is where I spend most of my time. But I found the grate, so it was fun. In this, like, sewer outlet or running around as a rat and climbing through vents. It
0: was pretty cool. And sort of the the, the first moment where I knew that this game was going to be as Deus Exy as I thought it might be was uh, when... In the first sewer level, you find the the safe, and it talks about the whiskey. It's like to find the combination, you know. Check for the whiskey, and so you have to remove all the bottles from the shelf. Yeah, and then the combination is behind them. I was like, it's pretty Deus
1: Exy. Uh, what's funny about that is that combination is like the, uh, Deus Ex sort of like Looking Glass Studios combination, 4, four five, one. Oh, yeah. That was, like, that was like the combination on the first, that like shed at UNATCO and Deus Ex 1. Uh, it pops up in Bioshock. So like I saw it, I was like, oh, I see what's going on So it here. was
0: literally a shout out then. It's not just yeah. a coincidence. That's like yeah. a, I, mean, I, I homage it in the, the very beginning of the
1: game. That combination gave me so many troubles. (laughs) Because first I just like, I wandered around the level looking at every whiskey bottle. And I was like, I don't get it. I've looked at every fucking bottle in this level. There's no goddamn combinations. And I walked back to the safe. And sure enough, like the shelf behind the safe. I was like, I'm a bitch. All right. Well, I see the combination. I'm clicking on the safe. And it's like, you need a combination. I'm like, what do I have to do? And I'm, like, trying to click on the combination written on the shelf. I'm like, well, let me click on it. It's not giving me an objective marker to tell me I learned the combination. This is <laughs> bullshit. And then, like, I noticed that you can, or Grot said, you should look at, like, is there a place to input the combination? And sure enough, there were these, like, wheels. And I was like, oh, all right, fine, game. You want to, like, actually put these game mechanics so and have, like, some sort of physical presence in the world? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like so stressed out by that I was like I don't get it it's not telling me anything
0: I definitely spent a lot of time looking at all the bottles But it I don't know once I just started throwing them everywhere I could see the four pretty quickly And then I knew the jig was up
1: Well yeah I, I mean I didn't even see that whiskey shelf The first time so I was like Going to all the hobo camps at the level And like tossing the discarded Whiskey bottles around trying to find the password
0: What do hobos know about
1: Safes and monies What is this, like, dead drop system they have for their loot in the middle of the, like, plague rat infested sewers? I also, for real, felt really bad pickpocketing the peasants, but I still did it.
0: Dude, Dave, they are dead, and they weren't even buried. You were not even robbing a
1: grave. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the living peasants. Sometimes they'll have, like, a coin purse with like 5 bucks on it. It's cool, and you I'm know. Just like, you
0: I didn't feel bad because the other way for me to get that money was to choke them out and leave them on the street unconscious.
1: Yeah. That way it's just sort of it's for your own sanity because that way when you're walking around with your dark vision out, you don't have to get yourself psyched out cuz you see a person looking around and you don't have to be like, "Oh, is that a peasant or a guard?" It's like there are no friendly civilians <laughs> or there are no something something Rambo said. <laughs> I don't remember what he said. Yeah, Everybody gets choked out You were in that prison for six months I know it just felt like one cutscene But prison changes a man
0: Prison changes a man when you're in there by yourself And all the people are screaming at you To just murder the guards And it seems like yeah. you've just been fed And left alone in a cell for most of the time
1: <laughs> I, I love that, that you're, When you're escaping the prison You're like walking past the cells And the guys are like yo yo, Fuck those guards up <laughs> They're like, not even like let me out as well or they're not screaming for the guards to get you put back in, I don't know, to try and curry some favor. They're like, no, it's, yo, shut that guy. Yeah. And you're like, all right. Sounds good to me. They've just engendered so much Except hatred. It they're
0: institutionalized, it. but they still want to see the guards get murdered. It makes sense.
1: Well, you know what? Given this regime, it seems like most of them kind of deserve it. <laughs> it's probably, I,
0: it is true, but I think like most of this world deserves it. That's what the heart taught me. Everybody you look at has committed some heinous act of uh, either turning in their friends to the the church or the overseers or betraying yeah. their coworkers, or stealing or something equally
1: nefarious. I mean, it's pretty cool. I didn't even realize it until late in the game, but you can even point it at just like regular old dudes and she'll tell you stuff. Yeah. And it's like generic stuff, but there's sort of a, a narrative for... All of the different types of people, like guardsmen and townspeople, and you'll see assassins that you can point it at. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, I was just pointing at all the plot characters.
0: Yeah, I mean, the it is it does repeat frequently with the non-essential people, but yeah, it's at least there's enough of it there that if you don't just train it on one dude for five minutes, you won't hear all of it. Yeah. And yes, I did train it on one dude for five minutes until I heard it <laughs>
1: repeat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's actually kind of cool because you just keep that thing out in your hand as you're traversing the world and you just click it to hear things as you're climbing around. So it gives you something to do as you explore.
0: Yeah. Well, I even like the, the... What really made me fall in love with the way the world was constructed and why I said everything is so um, well realized is the heart itself. Because if you look at it, you've got this organic-looking heart that has been super Frankensteined, and there are gears inside of it and a little porthole into where all the yeah, machinery is. Clockwork. Like, that is pretty cool. It looks and cool. It's function lights is up, cool. up makes it beat yeah. when you're pointing at a, things. Because yeah.
1: it's really just like a shortcut to make sure people explore the levels to find all the collectibles. Which
0: I think is smart. I love yeah. the sort of demystification of extras where you present something that's a difficult challenge, but you don't hide it. So you don't, there's not as much potential to miss out on something cool because you didn't just wander around aimlessly searching everything or trying to open every
1: cupboard. The bow charms get really cool. By the end of the game, I stopped really caring about runes, even by the middle of the game. But uh, there's always sort of the expectation that the next bone charm you'll get will be really, really neat. And they're so specific. Like, there's ones that increase your walk speed when you're carrying a body and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I want that. And then there's a bunch of, like, melee ones. I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> and there's stuff that, like, guys are more likely to miss you because you're... It's called unnerving target. And so I guess you just sort of scare them. With your magical whalebone charm. Well, you're also, I mean,
0: songs. you're wearing this crazy robot yeah, mask. Steampunk. You're also, mask. people spend the first 15 minutes of this game talking about how they would hate to have to fight you because you're a one man army bent on murder yeah. and destruction.
1: Yeah. Core
0: yeah, I think bro. it's
1: in like the very, when you escape from the prison and you're in the sewers, some dude's like, I saw a kill four men at the same time like it weren't nothing and i'm like are you sure you didn't see me choke out four men at the same time and then let them peacefully slumber where they lay because that seems to be about more my speed yeah that's my rp of corvo abado whatever his name is
0: yeah i prefer to shame them in the nod that they'll be executed later by somebody else
1: sometimes i put him in a sexy pose (laughs) I got to drop one guy on top of another dude and just let that work itself out.
0: Oh, man. If your last name is Shepard, <laughs> I think you're honor bound to name your kid something like Corvo Adam Shepard, because then you can have the three baddest names in all of Vigia games.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I saw that maybe by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be too late, but there's some sort of crazy Square Enix deal going on right now, which you can get. Deus Ex and the Deus Ex DLC for $10, and then a whole bunch of games. Who cares what those other games are? They're <laughs> not <right>. Deus Ex.
0: <laughs> no, uh, one of them I don't, is just I don't series, regret is pretty paying fun. full price for Deus Ex because that's such an awesome game. Uh, but you have no excuse if you've never yeah. played it and it only costs
1: $10. I mean, it's $10 in a pack with like 10 games. And obviously none of them are as good as Deus Ex. But Who cares? You basically, still... you're paying...
0: I mean, you're basically paying $10 for Deus Ex. Because, yeah. what, like Dave said, who cares about all that other stuff? But, in re- I mean, realistically, you're paying a dollar for every game.
1: Now, there was a game that had a pretty strong upgrade tree. Like, at the end of that game, I was like, oh, but there's still so much more stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, you really felt like you had to choose. I you only just got the all poison powerful lung by the and end of Deus You had chosen the way you were going to play that game, and that's the way you were playing it.
1: The uh the Missing Link DLC is actually pretty well paced in that regard, too. Like, you know, sort of by the time I really needed a variety of options in the original game, I had pretty much gotten, like, the Icarus Parachute and the Strength Upgrade, like, the crucial things for exploring. Dude,
0: I never got the Strength
1: Upgrade. Really? Yeah. Wow. Man, that was, like, one of the first things I got. Well,
0: there were a couple paths that were closing me later on that I only I realized later, but what I, you know, I had already upgraded the crap out of my energy cloak and my stealth kills. Yeah. So I could just walk around invisible double smashing everybody in the yeah, level. So.
1: I mean, it's also sort of bullshit that he needs a strength upgrade. He's already a cyborg. So he's already more human than human or better than human. But yet he needs a strength upgrade beyond that to move a vending machine. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure if I really put my back into it, I could squeak it over enough to get at the vent. Yeah,
0: but the it. way that Adam Jensen moves the vending machine That's isn't true. like you or I, where we're rocking it on its corners, praying it doesn't crush us underneath it. So, he's, he's just, straight like, up no lifting it.
1: Either I do it this way, like, either I get it from a deadlift. Yeah, he's holding it in front I'm of not like, going as if that you way. were,
0: he's holding the vending machine the way you would hold a box of cereal to read the ingredients. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, oh, what do I want from it today? Snickers? peanut butter M&M's.
0: He just ripped the front door off.
1: That's what, oh man, I think my most proud Dishonored tweet was, this is the best rummage through people's garbage and eat their food simulator since Bioshock. <laughs> Which is just because we recently played through Bioshock 1 and 2, so that was fresh on the brain. So I was like still in that mode of like eat every tin of potted whale meat <laughs> I come across. Even if I don't need them.
0: I mean, that's really where you get grubby. You're not just you know stealing from the peasants you're also eating all of their food
1: well i realized by the end of the game i was like maybe i could just starve them out of a siege by sneaking into all their bedrooms <laughs> and eating all their like jellied <laughs> hagfish eggs yeah give me some of that nom 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 that's all i'm saying while i'm doing it and especially once you upgrade uh once you upgrade dark vision so everything's highlighted in green. Money and food is highlighted in green. <laughs> so you got to eat all the food just so it's gone. It's like, well, just in case, just case you're hungry, I'll show you your this, too. Yeah, <laughs> in case you want some bread, in case you need something to nosh on. And it's like, dude, it's a stealth game. If I'm taking health damage, I am probably reloading.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the weird that's thing. Like, like, there's, uh, th- that is the strangest thing about Dishonored is that there's this whole half of the game... I am never going to know anything about. Yep. And I don't care.
1: Because I'm yeah. never going mean, to get
0: good at like countering things.
1: That's that's the weird thing, because there are no boss battles in it. Like Both Deus Exes, even if you went non-lethal, there were still boss battles that you would probably use the real guns in. So you would get like, some familiarity with them. But in games like this, you're just like... Or like you Metal Gear Solid, where they give you, like, 10 different assault rifles you never fire. Yeah. Uh, you're just like, I'm just never going to know what the point of these weapons are. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I unlocked the ability to get explosive bullets. Never used it once. Yeah.
0: Well, and the other <laughs> thing, with Deus Ex, though, you, I remember getting so frustrated at the club level that I ended up ultimately just murdering everybody in there. Like, I did not do... A oh, the fully non-lethal run, <laughs> it's just like I am it, so you're talking done about the, with this. These you're freaking talking about the gangsters! First I was so mad that I just sat behind the bar and sniped them all with my nine millimeter.
1: Wait, the the
0: new one? Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah,
1: I don't even remember what happens in the club. I don't even remember there being fights. Uh, you,
0: I don't. I was sneaking around in there. They saw me. I don't know what happened, but oh, it, okay. it happened yeah, more yeah. than <laughs> once. And so I, just, I was like, "This is over."
1: I had somebody. So when you first go into that club. And there's a security keypad on the right. I tried so hard for so long to hack that keypad. Like, I was picking up boxes and putting them between (laughs) me and the bouncer.
0: I did the same thing, but eventually you can get to the other side of that door.
1: Okay, yeah, that's one of the places I never got in because I couldn't find the path.
0: Well, that's because you didn't just murder everybody in the level. Yeah. I was like, fine, (laughs) since I've ruined this level for myself, I'm at least going to collect all the experience I can. Yeah. Since I've been wasting it murdering everybody. Yeah, you, you get the marksman XP, but that's nothing compared to the merciful.
1: Yeah. You well that's like that's sort of the funny thing about Deus Ex is like, dude, they so clearly want you to go non lethal. You get like three times the experience for putting guys out. And I'm fine with that.
0: Well that's the one thing that Dishonored is sort of missing. The the non lethal takedowns. Are not nearly as cool. Oh, yeah. as they were. Well, in you ASX, just have him like, like flip Joe to Cold. the third person and have you just yeah. break somebody's jaw.
1: I had no idea, truthfully. Like, you know, you really have no idea what your dude even looks like. And I, maybe you're trying to make a statement with that. I don't know, but like, you don't even really know what the mask looks like, except that you've seen it on the cover of the game. Yeah. But like, man, that that friggin' like. Naval uniform, like blue coat with the big buttons. That style of art is something that I can totally deal with. Oh, you mean like and the
0: like, just the uniforms of the opponents, or?
1: I mean, it feels like really late nineteenth-century construction and costuming, but then it's also just got this weird sort of like Half-Life Two uh, geometric angles on on those like gates they use to block off streets yeah and stuff like that so it looks like the city in half Life 2 it's just like a really strange and pleasing combination and i think the the way that the stylistic way they do the people works pretty much like it looks a little weird but it's sort of like a less bad looking version of fable i feel Mm. Because Fable just looks dumb. I mean, but it these does. Guys sort of uh, I was like thinking the...
0: about how people were comparing this game to Bioshock and trying to figure out whether that was really true or not. And I think in the, the hyper stylized people, it's kind of true. I mean, yeah. in Bioshock, the proportions
1: were more accurate,
0: but everybody looked kind of banged yeah, up and the, gnarled the, the, the way that they do really... in Dishonored.
1: Yeah. Well, I just like, yeah, like the. So, like the havelock the the admiral's like sort of built like this like little brick man he's got like a big square head, and then the and the other guy scar. the nobleman is like this like uh like bean pole looking dude. It just looks neat actually now that I think about it so uh one of one of Gratz's friends is a writer and she is friends with this other dude who is a novelist, but also worked on like all of our favorite video games somehow. <laughs> And I just learned that because there was an article about him in Kotaku that Grotz uh, retweeted. But this guy, like, he worked basically in the heyday when, like, uh, Ultima Underworld, System Shock, and Deus Ex were coming out. Right. And now he worked on Dishonored. And I was like, I want to be that guy's best friend. Yeah,
0: so she's friends with, like, the best person ever
1: yeah he worked on thief three I'm looking it up now there was some there were some misses in there Jurassic park trespasser uh frontline Fuels of war they can't all be winners dude it does system Shock two covers a multitude of sins I think it's actually i mean according to Wikipedia it's system Shock one which is not it's not system Shock two but it's still good oh yeah I mean that's hard like, I'll uh... still take it.
0: I one of my friends at work downloaded System Shock One, and he's complains he's like Joel, this game sucks, and I'm like, you're an idiot. This game came out in like 1997,
1: uh, and not even <laughs> like 90. In, what computer says 94? Yeah, it's like uh, in, in your, in your look at this game defense, in the
0: context of the time that it came out, and get back to me.
1: In your coworker's defense, that game is basically impossible to play.
0: Well, nowadays by today's
1: standards, like I don't know, uh, somebody needs to put out like a mouse and keyboard pads for that game or like a make this UI make sense game. <laughs> cuz like there's like one robot in the first area you start in and you have like a pipe and I was like I can't do it I can't kill this I don't know robot. what you want me to do there's I'm like sorry. so I had to basically unlearn how to play video games and like start over I was like John Claw just, Band I mean you've Bam had so many like years of just remember
0: remember when we talked about playing multiplayer doom and you're like as soon as yeah. doom went to the keyboard and mouse I was done
1: yeah. So As there well, was a time, Dave, yeah. where you could do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, but I just have to go back to that place. I have to return to Innocence.
0: <laughs>
1: we have to go back. And then kill some robots. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, man, System Shock 2. I just, like, there's, there's such a crazy mod community around System Shock 2. Like, people doing updated textures. Like, people make brand new models for the monsters in System Shock 2 that look awesome. So I just they could just divert like a little bit of that to System Shock 1 to make it actually playable. And that would be great.
0: Oh, I mean, uh, there's just not the same amount of love. I think it's because yeah. System Shock 2 arrived. They made the UI make sense, and it was a mouse and keyboard game. It wasn't yeah. just a keyboard it's,
1: game. And System Shock 2 is just better. Like, it's just a better game in basically every way. But 1 is still cool and still would have value as an artifact. It's true. It's true. Um, but man, it, Dishonored's good. The thing that's blown my mind is like people saying the game's short. And I, the backlash to that has understandably been like, well, if you just go in a straight line towards the objective, yes, it is short. But Steam clocked me at 18 hours. I don't know how accurate that is. But it felt pretty long to me. I mean, I guess it wasn't Deus Ex long. Because I think Deus Ex took me more like, Closer to 30.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But, I don't know. Like, 18 hours of stealth game is a lot. Well, because it requires a lot
0: of patience. Like, I end up being totally pissed off at Dishonored because I get into the save constantly or don't save at all loop. Where you're saving after every time you've choked somebody out. Or you forget to save for 30 minutes one guy sees like, you and well, the level is spoiled.
1: Time to rage quit. Yeah. Time to rage quit. But I'll turn it back on in five minutes.
0: Well, I, I totally have one. I'm staring down the barrel of that right now because I managed to execute this perfect takedown of a pair of guards in what is a completely unfeasible fashion. So the first mm. time I did it fine, but then I got seen later on. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. You know, I did this before. And I just cannot recreate.
1: That initial <laughs> circumstance
0: like... where I just totally owned these two guys—I don't know what I did differently, but it was—I choked them out in sequence somehow, and the one guy was yeah. just enough out of earshot that he didn't turn around and detect me. But I haven't been able to get that done again since.
1: It yeah, was that really pissing me like, off. It's like somebody burned Da Vinci's masterpiece. Yeah, and he's just like, no, <laughs> all work stops.
0: This is the one upgrade you need for dishonored. Dishonored. Choke somebody out, grab the body, use the body to knock the other guy out.
1: Oh, that's like that's like market the ninja style, dude. That would be like Terror.
0: I would pay another twenty dollars for that DLC, yes, and it would be one move. That's the
1: DLC. That's the button that says DLC on the title screen. Yeah, you <laughs> click that, and it's just like throw a body at another dude. Five bucks, you're like, uh, I'll
0: do it. It's I've, like throw a body at another dude. Adam Jensen skin. I'll be like, just take my money. What are you? Why are we even pretending? It's
1: actually the Adam Jensen skin just puts a tiny pointy beard inside your field of <laughs> view. Right.
0: No, it actually, it's just the mask and it now has a beard. <laughs> it's got like paint. on. And sometimes on. when he uh, chokes a personality
1: he says, I didn't ask for this.
0: Oh gosh, but yeah, Dishonored is super worth checking out i'm kind of pissed that xcom and dishonored came out at the same time because i've heard so many good things about both but it's going to be months before i get to xcom
1: yeah like don't you know that just means i'm not going to spend money on both of those games and it's like uh, which of my beautiful children must i consign to a fate of your studio getting shut down and you never get to make games again because you make too many things i love in too quick a succession
0: well you know it's coming up on christmas you could hold out for december for xcom
1: yeah, I'm probably just going to buy it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking,
0: about, like, this is XCOM. I almost said that when you said, like, I wanted to just retweet you or reply and say, this is XCOM. Who yeah. are you fooling?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, video games are the thing that I primarily spend money on. And I don't feel bad about that. I guess food is. But after food. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, when games. you think
0: about the things that are non-essential for life, what you spend well, money on.
1: Well, you know what? Sushi restaurants and beer gardens probably aren't essential for life. I guess that's. that's but like I mean, at least they sustain food. you.
0: Like that's true. If you oh, didn't me. go to restaurants, you probably just wouldn't eat. So that wouldn't be good.
1: <laughs> hey, sometimes we'd cook fish mm, we'd make dried a, we'd make fish, dried macaroni, I'm going to get a fistful of this. Uh, man! So we, well, we were in the grocery store today, and we were walking past the frozen food aisle, and there was like the the veal parmesan freezer like family pack, and I was like, "Yep, that was dinner in college." And I could eat the whole family back because I didn't waste right. room on vegetables. Flip you out. Like, yeah. <laughs> choke you out in the middle of the store. You
0: pull a Dishonored. All of a sudden, she's crouching around right in front of you. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's, what I, well, that's that the meant... one cool thing about uh, Assassin's Creed. If you were in sneak mode around other people, they knew something was up. Yeah. In Dishonored, you're yeah, walking Dishonored around, around the peasants, like, like crouched down with a knife out. And nobody's thinking anything about it.
1: Yeah. Um Dude, you gotta get your hands on that bend time ability. Just because, like, this sort of... It's weird, because magic exists, and people know it exists, but they are not cool with it existing. So, like, Well, I think that goes back to that whole a,
0: thing we were talking about in the beginning, where you have these competing, yeah, uh, competing cosmologies.
1: Sex. Yeah. Uh, so, like, when you blink or freeze time, and that ends, people are like, oh, what?
0: Nobody would be conscious
1: after I froze time. Freezing time is pretty clutch. That's how you get your double kills.
0: Oh, your double choked.
1: Yeah, stuff like that. There's one part where you, you are given the opportunity to get revenge on the executioner. Or not the executioner, the torturer who tortured you low those many months. And I was like, no, I stay my hand. But I wanted the rune that was sitting right next to him. So I was like, I oh, can't sneak up. There's a dog. A freeze time.
0: Yeah, I did immediately understand the utility of it. I have the first level, which is slow-mo.
1: <laughs> it's actually which, certain guys. Can you guys, like, zip around people,
0: or do you have to freeze time for them to not be I aware of you? I think
1: you need the second level for them not to be aware of you. Okay. But like, certainly there are ways to freeze time in which you would be able to knock out a couple guys.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I really I am enjoying Dishonored a lot. Dude, and I get look that forward to doing the other things it has to offer.
1: Get that possessed, be a rat, climb around in your little rat house. What does that even do? I couldn't understand uh, what
0: you would do with that one.
1: Uh it's it's strictly for going through vents. It is the Deus Ex power.
0: Well yeah, but I mean like that only gives you awareness. Like, are you teleported through the rat?
1: Yes. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, that, that's different. And the
1: magic that's just how the magic works.
0: I thought you didn't it says you take control of a rat. It's like the second oh, level yeah. become a rat.
1: You, you like, no, no, you just like happily nestle in that rat's body, and then when the timer runs out, you pop out of it wherever you were. It's just like, "Boop, that's pretty messed up. I'm in the storeroom now.
0: Oh thats really That would be awkward. I think people might be freaked out of that kind of magic. You're just, there's, there's a rat standing there, and they're ubiquitous, so people aren't that freaked out, And then a human being explodes out
1: of it.: That's actually one thing that I thought was kind of cool, that, that rats are just in this world. And people are just kind of used to it. Even in the nice places, just like rats are there because they are so ubiquitous. That like, but what about the rat like plague? Palaces, like, I thought
0: people would be terrified because the rats are what's killing everyone.
1: Yeah, but it's actually, there's two different kinds of rats.
0: Oh, I see. Which is
1: a plot point. But the, the backdrop of the plague is so good. And that's sort of where you get the deus ex, like, I must read every book. Like, when I was in that doctor's house, I was like poring over his notes on rat physiology. That's only like three pages of words. It's not like a lot of text. But I was like, oh, interesting. Because he's like, I mean, you kind of have to assume because it is a fictional story that somebody specific is behind the rat plague. But he's got this whole thing where you can discreetly tell how what's how old the plague is by the strain that's in whatever given rat. And he's like, you would expect the rats at the docks to have the oldest strain of the plague. But it's in fact the rats in the poor people districts, which suggests that somebody planted them there. And I was like, oh, the wheels in my head have started turning dishonored. <laughs> and that's in the first level.
0: I see what you're doing. Keep feeding me. I'm a baby And there's bird. some
1: cool things, like, I mean, I, don't, I hesitate to say this for spoilers. But let's just say, like, the, the heart definitely has an identity that you can sort of figure out as the game goes on. But they never actually tell you it, which is kind of neat. That's pretty cool. But yeah, it's like definitely never directly told to you like, oh, it's this person. But you can sort of be like, I'm getting the impression that based on other clues from the environment that I've read, like I know who this is, basically. So it's just it's kind of neat. They do a lot of really good world building. And that's a lot of what this dude, uh, Graz's friend of a friend, was talking about in this article for Kotaku, which he had like a... A line that was kind of glib, but I definitely understand the meaning behind it, where he was like, If your line of dialogue is longer than the tweet, it probably doesn't belong in your video game, which is like not something you can apply across the board. but like definitely what he was going at was that y- you tell a lot better of a story through your environment than you do by having a character sit there and spout dialogue at you. yeah, frequently. and that's sort of like that is the stealth games like bread and butter, because you're spending so much time. In the environment not really doing a lot except sort of just poking around that it's got like the, it's basically got a captive audience to like tell you whatever it wants that's what they do with the the the, the radio announcer guy the propagandist they tell you a lot of stuff through that and it's kind of neat to see it progress like in the beginning there's where whale oil rationing and then by the end there's just like a straight up ban and like there's something really crazy with that because If you watch the credits, Princess Leia is in this game, uh, but she's only there if you kill the original propagandist, and she becomes his replacement.
0: Really? That's pretty cool.
1: So, Granny Rags is Susan Sarandon, (laughs) which, like, Grotz was like, that sounds like Susan Sarandon. I was like, it in fact is.
0: That's amazing.
1: It's just really (laughs) strange that this, they have this, like, all-star cast for this game that, like, has no precedent, and I don't really even know what kind of budget it had. Like, it certainly seems like a pretty expensive game, but it doesn't seem like the most expensive game.
0: I'm looking that up I don't right know. now.
1: I mean, maybe Susan Sarandon isn't, like, an all-star cast in 2012, but she's still, like, a super recognizable actress.
0: No, yeah. I bet they spent a good deal of money on it. Like, it's... it's you know, it's reasonably complex. The art is... Well done. There is a story. Yeah.
1: Gratz said she's also like a real actress, which is like like she's like uh, like an uh, acclaimed actress. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. not not like just a real one, <laughs> like a like somebody not acts. not just so someone who is proclaimed for or who receives money, but someone who can actually act. Yeah, I,
0: I get the difference. I'm picking up what you're putting down.
1: Uh, but man, it's a good video game. Oh yeah, and it like stays pretty good. Like, there's this part where like I read this review, and this guy was like, "What's with that part? Like three quarters of the way through, where you like have to go to the plague sector." And I was like, "Really? You mean the place that they were talking about on the radio for like the whole game?" And I was like, "Cause they, even in the first level, like the propagandist is like, if your relatives are showing sign of of uh of plague, just take them to the flooding district, and that's they'll be treated for there." And I was like, I cannot wait until I get to go to the Flooded District and see what's up over there. And then, like, you do. And it's actually pretty cool over there. Uh, and it's cool because you've got all this backstory of, like, what happened there. Before you've even gotten there, you, you sort of get hints and pieces of the Flooded District story. For example, why it is flooded.
0: Yeah. Well, not, I remember X-Play, when they reviewed this game, had a, they said it was really, really good. But that the story wasn't really there. And I think that that's kind of unfair because the game is definitely telling you a story. It's just not force feeding it to you.
1: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there are cutscenes and stuff, but the vast majority
0: of what you're going to know or learn about the story, you're just gonna you're gonna get that through the text that's littered about, using the heart to look at guys, um, like that kind of stuff. It it fleshes all that out. So I mean, I don't know. Like maybe the overall narrative isn't that compelling but all this other stuff that makes it up is so so awesome that i don't i don't know i kind of feel like i'm gonna have been very satisfied by the quote unquote story of this game even if the the sort of climax of it isn't all that awesome
1: yeah i mean i i was completely okay with it even though like yeah by the end you're sort of like okay i know what i'm doing and then you do it and it sort of just ends like full stop like, you click on the door, and then the game is just over. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess that was the end. Uh, <laughs> but that, I mean, yeah, that's not necessarily a problem if you feel like you've, you've inhabited this, this space that feels kind of real and is intriguing and feels like it has a lot of history to it. Which I feel like you got a lot of that out of Deus Ex as well. Yeah. Probably even to a lesser degree than Dishonored. But you got a lot of, like wow, so many things have happened in the world of Deus Ex before like, I existed as a character or a person. Yeah. And I just like it a lot when video games did that. Bioshock did that really well.
0: I'm glad that Dishonored came out, because it seems like Bioshock Infinite is never going to get here. So,
1: Well, yeah, god damn. I'm so excited for that game. Now we've played Bioshock 1 and 2. By the way, Bioshock 2. Eh. Oh, yeah,
0: everybody. I don't know anybody who doesn't think that.
1: Did you? Uh, so you played it?
0: Yeah, I was like, meh, from the very beginning.
1: I don't remember. I, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast. I, yeah, I was like, yeah, that wasn't really that great. It had, yeah. like, a couple cool ideas, but it was not. It was really just more cool of the idea. same, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but, you know. Yeah, well, I feel like they didn't just. They really did not have, like, the same philosophical hook that Bioshock 1 did. And as a result, yeah. this, the, the world building they were trying to do was, like, really muddled. Well, they it's it just. Like it's a, were, they, you have
0: this. What is essentially sort of a mediocre action game tied together by this killer hook of the you know the Randian paradise underwater yeah. that you're you're investigating and figuring out and having these other parts of it revealed to you and if you take that component out or it's not as strongly uh, a part of the sequel yeah it's not going to be as good a game like you've already yeah. kind of spent your best ammunition in the first one which was the reality of Rapture. Yeah. And if you you return there without all of that discovery and sense of newness, it's just going to have, you know, it doesn't have the same luster.
1: Well, and that's probably why they're making like a completely different game now.
0: Well, they wanted to like dig into that whole Little Sisters thing and I'm like, that all got wrapped up in my gameplay, guys. Like, I don't need a second trip through because I saved them all.
1: Yeah, to feel like you're being told the same story. Yeah. Except now it's like a weird like like socialism commentary
0: yeah which is like i don't know it feel it felt kind of shoehorned
1: yeah well it feels like they just wanted they were like well what is the plot going to be well i guess we'll tell about talk about the other really extreme idea like the the opposite extreme of this rugged individualism
0: which is weird because you're doing it in the same environment and it doesn't really work
1: yeah but whatever yeah i mean it wasn't that great and we felt so salty because we were like, all right, it's 20 bucks. We're just going to buy it. And then like two days later it was $5 on Amazon. And I was like, okay. Because <laughs> I was thinking in my head, I was like, sales happen so often now. You can get like any video game you want, like one month later with a little patience. Like two weeks after uh, Borderlands came out, it was selling for like $25 on some shady Russian site. <laughs> Like you don't even yeah, have Yeah,
0: but that's like you get your credit card information stolen. Like I don't that's wanna true. do that.
1: <laughs> that Maybe that. I mean that's an extreme case. But even like uh that like Green Man Gaming, I don't know what they're about. But I use PayPal but with them. But uh like twenty five percent off dishonored, right out of the gate. Like patience isn't even the word to apply to it now. It happens so quickly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know what's going on with this cycle. Like, the way games depreciate in value so quickly. Like, this was not the reality I grew up in. So, it's, a, it's like, a little unnerving to me.
0: Well, it also makes you think, like, you, you, <coughs> you kind of understand why these studios are going out of business all the time. Yeah.
1: Because it's like, your game loses 66% of its value in the first month.
0: Yeah, the product that you're selling, like... If it doesn't, I mean, I guess, and they understand that, like, that's the reality of the market. If X number of people don't buy it in the first two weeks, it's not going to make any money. But
1: well, that's that's the crazy thing, from what I understand it. You know, I don't I don't pay attention to like financials of it very much. But like the way I kind of get it is is like they pay attention to the first week of sales, and after that, like if you're purchasing from sort of a perspective of like I want to make my voice heard that I prefer this style of video game. Like, after the first week, it is completely irrelevant. Like, nobody looks at the numbers after that. That seems so bizarre, though. Like, I feel like there
0: used to be games had time to mature, you know? Yeah, well, you hope that. The amount of money that's being invested in them nowadays makes that impossible, I guess.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. makes me sad. It makes me just wish that someday I'd just be so frivolously rich that I could just, like, throw money at the people that I want to make video games. And I'd be like... Perform or don't. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I fucking wrote the Harry Potter 2. I got a billion dollars. You want 15 million dollars to make Valkyria Chronicles? Go, you go ahead and do that. You want to make Zone of the Enders 3? Make Zone of the Enders 3 and 4.
0: (laughs) You'd be like the Gates Foundation?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, except instead of curing malaria, I would be like, you should make a really good cartoon video game, guys. (laughs) So I can play it.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic waste of all your resources. Hey, don't tell me what to do.
1: Yeah, and then I'm just like I'm, I'm like the the old man at the end of uh, Changing Places, like wearing my like hobo gear with my fingerless gloves, and I'm clutching all the DVDs to my chest, like I used to be rich, <laughs> and thus ends the story of my life. Oh man. But anyway, we should probably stop. Holy crap, this has been a really long podcast. Because
0: Dishonored is so good, you should all go
1: it's buy good. it right now. It's quite good. Don't be stupid by uh, <laughs> Dishonored. I specifically went out of my way not to spoil any, uh, anything serious so people could listen to this. And also, of course, not to ruin it for you.
0: Yeah, well, I just yeah, I haven't played enough. I would have spoiled the <laughs> crap out of it for you guys. So be thankful um, that Dave is the one who's
1: ahead. Yeah, I'm holding back. Okay, so I did want to make an announcement. I don't know if this is actually going to happen. But this Saturday is uh, Extra Life, I think that's what it's called. It's a thing where people stream uh, video games for 24 hours straight for charity. Uh, And we might be doing that, me, Grotz, and our friend Ian. Oh, that's cool. I will post updates on the site, whether or not that's actually going to go down. It's still in the works. And I know this is incredibly late notice, to which I apologize. Because people like usually play in advance and run charity drives. But we, you know... I don't really plan in advance. <laughs> Nobody I really know plans anything in advance. That's cool. So
0: maybe I'll catch some I, of it. My uh, sister-in-law is getting married that day.
1: So, oh gee. yeah, weddings Oh yeah, I guess it's fall. It's like wedding season. I was like writing emails a while back to people asking about weddings in uh in uh like early next year, and people were like astonished that, like, somebody would want to rent a room at that time. Dude, that... It's actually kind of funny that, like, the amount of discount... Like, the guy offered me, like, a 30% discount, like, right off the bat. <laughs> like, like, I didn't even ask for it. Like, he was like, because it's in January, we could knock, like, 500 bucks off the price. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I was already comfortable with your asking price, but whatever. It's sort of an advertisement for a winter wedding, it seems. Yeah. i listen. I, I mean, I prefer the winter in general. I think it's a better time to hang out, better place to be.
0: You're a fool. Spring is the superior season in every
1: way. Uh, got snow. It's cold outside. You can bundle up. <laughs> Everybody looks better with jackets on. This
0: podcast keeps going.
1: Okay, yes, we have to stop because we haven't even eaten dinner yet. Literally, you messaged me one minute after we had decided to cook dinner. <laughs>
0: so i saved you from cooking dinner you are welcome well sir.
1: actually Gra- i see Grotz is looking at an indian place on seamless and she already has her order slotted in so i guess we're getting indian food there you go which i don't i don't Podcast have a problem with home indian, indian, food. Gets indian food i call that an arts for everyone <laughs> all right all right so let's clap. Let us clap one two three yay now we can eat indian food i can go play dishonor Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for Joel. <laughs> Everybody wins. This hoe Do sex. Do sex. Do sex. <laughs> All right, <laughs> later, dude. Heard about this sweet game. Do sex.